Hello, Anchor, and welcome to Spiritual Sunday. I am still in New York City, um, and um, it is Spiritual Sunday. So I pulled an oracle card. The last couple weeks, um, we've been talking about really preparing powerfully for going into the new year. And so here we go. We're building a brand new year. And the card I pulled for today was transformation number three it has a picture of what looks like a beautiful bat woman you know like a vulcan with like ears and she's got this cool scepter like maleficent um but she's in a cave and at the end of the cave it's got like a, a white light and it's dark where she is and the bottom of the card says I journey within to meet my higher self and to find true happiness. Wow. So transformation is the name of the game, right? Anytime that we go to grow, anytime that, especially in looking at what is it we can do different to be different. That is all transformation. So that totally, totally works for me. In fact, I want to read what the book says about transformation. Okay. Society leads us to believe that possessions and external things will bring joy, happiness, and contentment. But that is not true. Real lasting happiness can only be found once you go within and connect to your true self. This card reminds you that transformation must begin from within and only you can decide to take this journey. By acknowledging and understanding the darker aspects of self as well as your higher inner light, you can begin to move inward a greater understanding of who you are and what direction your life needs to move in. Light casts shadow and two are intricately bound. Often it is your shadow self that gives you courage and strength to live in the light. Be gentle and kind to yourself on this inner journey. Know that at times you're guided and supported by beings of light in your higher self. You can take this journey alone by following your intuition, or you can seek guidance from books and people you trust. There is no right or wrong path. Your path is unique to you. Follow it with courage and strength, remembering to always show compassion and love to yourself as your true self unfolds dun 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 so um, many of you know I am preparing to move to Florida and so all of that all of that applies you know there's a lot of it's interesting because it's not I wouldn't call it fear because I'm not scared to move it's more like I'm stepping into this cave with this woman you know New York is just so different from anywhere else. And I've lived here. This will be eight years. Actually, it's eight years this month that I've lived in New York. And uh, because I've decided to move to Florida, I just don't know. I have no idea what awaits me in Florida. I just know it's going to be different. You know, here in New York, I haven't had to have a car. You know, I have to get one to thrive in Florida. You know, I've only really ever lived in an apartment that's small and you know, when I go to uh, Florida, I'll be living in a house with a pool next to a, a golf course. It's just so different. And there can be a lot of apprehension in the transformation. 
And at this point, I just have to trust my intuition that, you know, everything's going to be fine. You know, everything is going to unfold the way it needs to. And nothing is permanent. Transformation is really just about stepping in to meet myself on this journey and just being with me no matter where I am. When I moved to Hawaii, I moved to Hawaii with nothing but a backpack. And uh, at the time, I was really young. I was probably 20 or something. And my, uh, my husband at the time, we were just like, yes, once we get to Hawaii, we'll be happy. You know, we'll live in happiness. And what we found is when we moved to Hawaii, we were the same people. Nothing changed. We were the same. And so I realized then that happiness is now. It's who I am now. And it's the same with you. Talk to you soon. Good morning, Anchor. This is Angela Hubs. How are you this morning? I am here still in New York City. Last night, I went to a Christmas party with DonorsChoose.org. I have been working with DonorsChoose.org for at least five years, and um, I kind of crashed their Christmas party. (laughs) They were uh, so happy that I was there, and I got a chance to talk to some people I hadn't actually met before at DonorsChoose.org. They so uh, donorschoose.org is this really beautiful nonprofit. They uh, like if you're a teacher, you can go onto the site and you put a specific project up that you want. Um, things like uh, I want bean bags for a reading nook. I need yoga blocks and yoga mats for a yoga class I want to do at. Donors, I'm sorry, at, at a school. Um, I need iPads for blah, 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 whatever it is. And like as a teacher, you can go on there and you ask sp- for a specific amount of money for a specific project. And uh, as a donor, um, you go into the site and you get to pick a specific project you want to donate money to. It could be I'm sure it could be as little as $5. It could be as much as $10,000. So you give as much as you want to the specific projects of your choice. I think you can even like just give money to the arts and then all the money that you give goes to the arts, uh, things like that. So it's really, really cool, um, organization. And when I first started there, they were in, a small little space somewhere in Midtown and uh, we ended up doing yoga in a conference room where we would move these really heavy tables and squish 30 people into this teeny tiny little room and five years later they've got uh, three floors of a building for over a hundred employees and it's just so beautiful to watch them everyone is so devoted to their work you know and so devoted to what they do and as we look at going into the new year one of the things that is really important is that you find some fulfillment in the work that you do and whatever it is that makes you money because we spend almost 
what I think the statistic is a third of our lives working. We spend another third of our lives sleeping. <laughs> so when we look at the part that we spend awake, we want to find some kind of uh, fulfillment in it. Now, when I say fulfillment in it, some people will go through their lives and not love what it is that they do. But if you can connect what it is that you do for a living with something that does fulfill you. For instance, let's say you work at, um, you work at McDonald's, but working at McDonald's has you surfing every day and that gives you fulfillment, then great. Then your work, especially when you connect it to your joy, then it can give you fulfillment. If you work in a bank and you don't love it, but it helps you go and race and uh, do something fun that fulfills you. Great. It helps you do art. Awesome. Then you've connected it to your joy. And that's the purpose. So as we go into 2018, it's just something I want you to look at. Are you doing your joy? Are you finding fulfillment in what it is that you do for work and what it is that you do for hobbies? It is so vital, especially if you own a business, that you do something outside of what makes you money because you are not your business. You are allowed to have a life you're excited about. And it's not just what you do for money. It's how you find fulfillment in your entire life. And it was something I was really present to as I was leaving the party. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Enjoy your Thursday. Good morning, Anchor. This is Angela Hubs. Happy Friday. I hope you're having an amazing start to your Friday. Yesterday, um, we were talking about career fulfillment as part of entering the new year, as preparing yourself for entering the new year. I kind of wanted to keep going with that conversation that one of the areas that you want to look at when you're starting to build the life that you want is in the area of career, business, and money. I consider all of that business, but for you, if you own a business, then it's looking at your life balance, you know, because it's really easy when you own a business for your business to become your entire life. Um, if you work somewhere and you love it and it's your career, then again, it's looking at your life balance and it's looking at your career fulfillment and taking that to the next level. And then there's some of my friends here who have a job and you don't love your job. It's just something you do. It's something you, you do to make money. But if you can connect what you do, your job, to something you do love. So let's say that you work, you know, uh, as a teller, of, you know, like a bank teller, but it gives you facility to be able to go surfing or to write or to act or to... Um, do your thing, your hobby, then you can 
still find fulfillment in what it is that makes you money. Does it make sense? So as we go into the new year, it's just something I I want to put into your sphere to look at. Are you setting yourself up to powerfully deal with what it is you do that makes you money? And then on top of that, something that I hadn't really thought about until I met one of my friends. Her name is Tonya Garduso. She's the CEO and owner of Cut the Chaos Organizing, and she's a money person. Uh, We ended up doing a webinar together uh, that if you're interested in, um, email me at Angela at AngelaHubs.com, and I'll send you that really short 30-minute webinar that we did together about uh, really try uh she gave a really great tip on really starting to own and take care of money here's the thing um in the same way that i think the way you treat your body shows up in every other part of your life you know we really resonated with each other because she's like yeah i feel the same way about money the way you deal with your money it really is a mirror for the way that you treat every other part of your life and if you're not responsibly dealing with money, it will totally affect your fulfillment in life. It will affect your quality of life. And so dealing with money is something that's really, really important. So that's just something now as we enter 2018, how are you dealing with your money? One of the things you want to make sure you have in place is a savings plan of some sort. Another thing you want to look at, are you spending more than you're making? You know, all of these things, all of these things affect the life that you get to create. And as we go into 2018, I am determined that this is going to be the best year for all of us. So let's do this thing. Start to set yourself up powerfully as we go into a weekend. Enjoy your weekend, but really start to put together a life you're excited about in a body you love. I'll talk to you soon. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Hey, Angela Hubs, it's Barbara J. Faison from the Why Struggle Podcast. Thank you for sharing your information on the Oracle cards and your spiritual practices. I think it's always great to have those shared so other people can look at other ways that they may start some type of spiritual practice. I also do meditations and affirmations in the morning, and I would love to know what Oracle card deck you used. I have a few. I've got a couple of from Sonia Choquette as well as Doreen Virtue. And now I have one from Melissa Reyes, which is a year in bloom, and she's on anchor as Ms. Meliz. So thank you for sharing, and I look forward to hearing the card deck because I don't I didn't recognize the ones you pulled from anything that I had, and I think I'm becoming uh, someone who has multiple card decks. So I would love to know which deck you used. Thanks so much. And where are you moving to? Take care. Be well. Good morning, Anchor. This is Angela Hubs coming to you from New York City. Happy Saturday. I hope you're having an amazing day. And 
a whole uh, amazing start to a Saturday. We are continuing as we go through December to building our best year yet by really preparing for 2018. Uh, in the last couple weeks, we've been talking about setting yourself up powerfully, uh, cleaning out your digital stuff and cleaning out your physical space, getting rid of the things that uh, don't serve you. We've also talked about really looking at uh, a few areas of life. Um, so as you are putting together a life you're excited about, there are four areas that you want to look at. So you want to look at whatever it is that makes you money. And we've been talking about that actually yesterday and the day before. You want to look at your mind, how you're stretching and feeding your mind. Uh, for some people, that's traveling. For some people, that's learning a language. For other people, that's uh, knitting or sewing. But it's really important that you find some way to feed your mind, keep it active, keep it challenged. Watching TV doesn't count. Active mind things, reading, uh, Sudoku, uh, puzzles, things like that. It's really important that that's, that's a part of who you are. Well, and uh, we've talked about finding hobbies, finding things outside of your work that feed you. That is so important to having a fulfilling, awesome life. Another area we want to make sure that we start to take care of, that we address as we go into 2018 is your body. This is what are you eating? Are you moving? Are you exercising? Again, your body, just like your mind, you have to stretch it and exercise it and keep it challenged so that it stays healthy. The other part that uh, every Sunday we talk about is your spirit. And your spirit has to do with your relationships with yourself, your relationships with other people, the people closest to you, your relationship with humanity, your relationship with the earth, your relationship with whatever you consider God. It is so vital that you have this foundation. I... I think it's one of those places we ignore because the, uh, the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not as evident when this area is not intact, but it's slowly eats at your happiness level, your fulfillment level, your thriving level of your life. When you don't have a strong relationship with yourself, it affects everything else. When you don't have a strong relationship with your significant other, when you don't have um, a relationship with whatever you consider God to be or the universe, if you're not connected, you're not fulfilled. The truth is we are social creatures. Ooh, excuse me. We're social creatures. And when we're not social, when we're not at least fulfilled in our social self, um, it, it really does affect everything else. So... Today, as we go into a Saturday, for most people, this is a day off. This is a day to enjoy, find a way to feed the areas of your life that are not working or that aren't as fulfilling as they could be. One of the ways to do that is draw a big circle on a piece of paper. I have the big sticky notes that go on the wall and cut it into four. 
One is business slash career slash money. One is mind, one slices body, and one slices spirit. And fill in each of these pie slices according to how fulfilled you are. The more colored in, the more fulfilled. The less colored in, the less fulfilled. So like a life wheel. And once you're done, imagine that wheel is a wheel on your car of life. How smooth is that ride? Hmm, for most of us, not super smooth. Have a wonderful day. Good morning, Anchor. This is Angela Hubs here in New York City. How are you on this fine Monday morning? Again, it's still kind of dark outside, which, you know, is what one is to expect on a December morning. I hope you're having a wonderful start to your day. We're going back to preparing ourselves for entering the new year with power to uh, preparing and setting ourselves up so that it's not just a shock, but that every day we are we're growing and we're creating a life we're excited about in a body that we love. One of the things, and there's four areas you really want to look at, but one of the areas that we're going to start with is your spirit. Um, so yesterday was my spiritual Sunday, you know, where I spend at least an hour, if not longer, just really connecting. So when I talk about spirit, essentially what I'm saying is your spirit is your connection to yourself, your connection to other people, particularly family and friends, your connection to humankind as a human community, your connection to the earth, your connection to the universe. And essentially that means your connection to whatever you consider to be bigger than you. Uh, whether you believe in God or it's energy or whatever, it's really important that even if you're not religious, and I am not religious even a little bit, but it's really important that you create these connections because if you don't, you're always going to have a sense of emptiness. Think of these things, particularly your relationship with yourself and your relationship with whatever you consider bigger than you is a foundation for everything else that you build in your life. And therefore, it's really important that it's something you cultivate. If you're married or um, if you have kids, you know, it's something that's, that has to be part of your life that you, you spend time and you cultivate the relationship that you have with these people. But we always kind of ignore the relationship that we have with ourselves and the relationship that we cultivate with, quote-unquote, God. I think um, one of the easiest ways to maintain a relationship with yourself and a relationship with whatever you consider bigger than you is to journal. Every morning, and again, sometimes I'm better at this than others, but every morning what I do is I do a meditation. Um, My angel cards, which I talked about yesterday. So if you haven't listened to that one, go ahead and listen to that one. In fact, if it's gone, I'll put it back up again. Uh, But the idea here is 
I try to find something so that I'm not in the vacuum of myself. So some kind of spiritual reading. Like my mom is really big into reading the Bible and she's got some Bible studies. It's that's her connection with God is through that book. Uh, so whatever it is for you, you just have to find something that is outside yourself so that you get to be in a dialogue with whatever you consider the energy of the universe to be or the creator of the universe or God or whatever, whatever. So, okay, so there's that. And then the journaling part is kind of a way to talk to yourself. A lot of times we don't realize that our relationship with ourself is lacking. And what that does, that affects every other relationship that we have ever. You know, if you feel uncomfortable in your skin, if you don't feel love for yourself, that shows up in your relationship with your your significant other. That shows up in your relationship with your kids or your family and or your mom and your dad. And you'll never really find fulfillment in the life that you're creating for yourself. So journaling isn't the only way, but uh, for me, that tends to be one of the powerful ways that I keep a relationship with myself. So I'd be really interested to hear what you do to keep a really strong connection with you. Have a wonderful day. Hello, Anchor. This is Angela Hubs, and this is actually on Monday night. It is about 8.30 New York time, and I'm actually on my way home. I am only a couple doors down from my own building, and I actually just came home from a goodbye party from one of my corporate clients that uh, are pretty much family. I've been teaching yoga to these people for at least five years. We did the math and, oh, feels, there's feels. So I just wanted to come on and, and do a little talk about change and what that means. And really it's, I wanted to hear my own voice, I suppose. <laughs> but thank you so much for being a part of my thought process. You know, I look at the life I want to build and I'm really clear about who it is that I want to be for the world. I'm really, really determined to be essentially the Tony Robbins of fitness. I want everyone to live a life they're excited about in a body they love. And every thing I've done to this moment has helped me build the version of myself that I am today. I remember when I first went to college, I thought I wanted to be a sign language interpreter. And so I took a couple classes and then I did nothing with it. And go figure, today, even though I haven't done sign language in years, I'm talking like over 10 years, I am doing videos to some of my deaf and hard of hearing friends to help them find that little secret sauce to take their life to the next level. That couldn't have been possible unless I did those classes, you know, when I was 19 years old. You know, and so I think about things like that, that every little thing that happens, I cannot possibly see what 
a decision I make today, I can't possibly know what effect that's going to have five years from now, 10 years from now, 15 years from now. But I do know that every little thing that I do today is building the version of me that I want to be tomorrow, which is why I'm really adamant that we all create habits, rituals, and routines that daily send us in the direction that we actually want to go. Because the problem is when we leave our habits, our rituals, and our routines up to chance, when we leave it to our laziness, when we leave it to random, that's what we get. And then we're surprised that we're not getting what we want. So I just had to say that tonight as I'm walking home and I'm filled with both so much love and joy and a little sadness because I'm leaving these people after five years. What they've added to my life has been so incredible and I feel so, how do I say that? I feel really appreciated. I feel like I'm doing the right thing and I feel like I've been doing the right thing. And sometimes you just don't know, like, am I going in the right direction? And am, am I, am I building what I want? Am I doing the right things? And I think I am, I really do. What's been really interesting about all of this too, is that as I walk the streets of New York, you know, it's, it's all, it's kind of a new place for me again, because I'm, being really present because I know that it's not permanent. Here's the truth though, nothing is permanent. That idea that something is permanent is just an illusion. And because I'm getting ready to leave here, I'm really present now to its impermanence. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at the streets different. I'm smelling all of the smells, the poop and the pee. <laughs> All of it is just kind of a new way, in a new appreciative way. I mean, who would smell pee and poop and feel like that's appreciative? <laughs> anyway, so I want to encourage you to look at your day, your life, your routine, your habits, and perhaps just look at them anew as if it wasn't permanent. Have a wonderful night, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, so in the last anchor cast, I can't believe how fast five minutes goes. Okay, so I'm going to make this fast. Okay, so in the last anchor cast, I just talked about the first two steps in really starting to put together your 2018. The first step was to really get clear about what it is that you want. And we talked about that being four different areas you really want to look at. Otherwise, you're going to feel a whole in whatever your plans are. So strategize what it is that you want. Really get clear about it. And then number two, you got to put a plan in place. And what that means is you have to start to look at what habits, rituals, and routines will help you go daily to what it is that you want. And so that leaves the third step. And this is, I think, the most important step. Start now.
I know, right? Most of us are like, no, I, you know, New Year's Day, I'll I'll pick up my my diet then. I'll start working out then. You know, I'll wait till New Year's Day. But here's the thing, you know, we go into the new year like something miraculous and different is going to happen to us. We we act like we're going to be completely different people. And the truth is, you're the same person today that you will be when we go into the new year. Okay, nothing miraculous is going to happen. And we try to take such drastic steps as we go into the new year that it's just not sustainable. This is why in my 18 years of experience in the fitness industry, I see the first two weeks of January, the gym is filled with people. And then that third week, it's empty again. It's because people, uh, they don't build themselves. They just think they can jump into the pool and then, you know, they, they won't get wet. So if you start now, what you can do is you can start to put in place these little habits, rituals, and routines one tiny little step at a time. So just imagine, like, if one of your goals is to get healthy and fit, what if you started today? And today you went to the gym and you got on a treadmill for five minutes. That's already more than you did yesterday. And then tomorrow you go back to the gym and you get on the treadmill for eight minutes. You've already started to create and to build these little habits that by the time we get to New Year's will be part of who you are. They'll be part of what you do and you'll have success. But if you try and you wait until New Year's and you're like, okay, that's it. I'm going to the gym forever and I'm never going to eat sweets ever. And you try to go and you go for an hour and then, you know, the next day you're sore and you're miserable. You won't, you're not cultivating what will have you build the life that you want. Makes sense, right? So three steps are get really clear about who it is that you want to be and what you want to build for 2018. Step number two, create a plan. That means what do you need to do daily with your habits, your rituals, and your routines to start to build that vision of yourself. And then number three, start now cultivating small little habits. Like put these things in your life now so that by the time we get to New Year's, they're part of who you are. I'm telling you, we are going to have the best year yet. 2018 is going to be amazing for all of us. I really mean that. (laughs) Sorry, I sound like a kid. I really mean that. (laughs) But I really do mean that. We're going to have an amazing 2018. And it's because we are creating it now. We're already architecting it now. Go get your best year yet. Have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you soon. Good morning, Anchor. This is Angela Hubs. I hope you're having an amazing Tuesday. Welcome to the beginning of the beginning. <laughs> we are in December. In the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about really building, creating, uh, architecting our 2018 
uh, yesterday I did a Facebook Live. So if you are on Facebook, uh, find me, Angela Hubs. Um, that's my handle for any all my social media. So if you're curious, go check it out. Um, and I gave the three steps to really starting to plan your new year. So I'm going to share them with you here. I'm going to tell you it's a very simple, simple process. And if you have any questions about it, just call in and let me know. Even if you don't have any questions, I'd love to hear what comes up for you when you hear this very simple, simple process. Now, it's funny because even though things are simple, it doesn't mean that it's easy. So I want to know what comes up for you and let's get you through it. Let's help you really create the best year yet as we enter 2018. Okay, so here are the secret steps to creating, really architecting your 2018. So there's three simple steps. The first step is to really get clear about what you want. You gotta really get clear about who it is that you want to be in 2018. What is it that you want to create? You know, when you're looking at what it is that you want to create, you need to look at four different areas of your life. Whatever it is that you do for money, if you own a business, if you have a job, who is it that you want to be in your job? If you own a business, what is it that you really want to build in your business? Okay, so whatever it is that you do for money is area one. Second area, your mind. This has to do with are you feeding your mind? Are you reading books? Are you learning things? Are you traveling? Are you exercising and stretching your mind? It's key uh, to deal with this area because you get bored otherwise. Next area you want to look at is your body. It is really important that you have some goal for your body. Um, And this has to do with what you're feeding your body, how you're moving your body. Are you stretching your body? Are you exercising your body? All of these things, because again, you're never going to reach your best self if you're not taking care of this physical self that you're in. Okay, so we've got business, mind, body, spirit. Spirit has to do with your relationship with yourself, your relationship with others, your relationship with the earth, and your relationship with whatever you consider God to be, energy, universe, whatever it is for you. But if you're not, again, if you're not dealing with your relationship with others, your relationship with yourself, your connection to God, or whatever you consider God to be, again, you're going to not be able to reach your full potential because you'll always have a hole, a gap. You just won't have a foundation to build on. So that's step number one. You really want to look at what do you really want and what do you need to really have a fulfilled life? That's step one. So step number two is once you're really clear about what it is that you really want, now you need a plan. You need to create a strategy to get that vision. How, I wonder, dot, dot, dot. Well, the secret here is really looking at what do you need to do daily 
to start to go in the direction that you really want. This is what habits, rituals, and routines do you need to put in place to go in the direction of your dreams? Because remember, there, you know, when we go into New Year's, we all seem to think that if we make a resolution, we're going to be different on New Year's Day than we were yesterday. I promise you, you're the same person New Year's Day that you were today. To be continued. Good morning, Anchor. This is Angela Hubs here in New York City. How are you on this fine Monday morning? Again, it's still kind of dark outside, which, you know, is what one is to expect on a December morning. I hope you're having a wonderful start to your day. We're going back to preparing ourselves for entering the new year with power to uh, preparing and setting ourselves up so that it's not just a shock, but that every day we are, we're growing and we're creating a life we're excited about in a body that we love. One of the things, and there's four areas you really want to look at, but one of the areas that we're going to start with is your spirit. Um, So yesterday was my spiritual Sunday, you know, where I spend at least an hour, if not longer, just really connecting. So when I talk about spirit, essentially what I'm saying is your spirit is your connection to yourself, your connection to other people, particularly family and friends, your connection to humankind as a human community, your connection to the earth, your connection to the universe. And essentially that means your connection to whatever you consider to be bigger than you, Uh, whether you believe in God or it's energy or whatever. It's really important that even if you're not religious, and I am not religious even a little bit, but it's really important that you create these connections because if you don't, you're always going to have a sense of emptiness. Think of these things, particularly your relationship with yourself and your relationship with whatever you consider bigger than you is a foundation for everything else that you build in your life. And therefore, it's really important that it's something you cultivate. If you're married or um, if you have kids, you know, it's something that's, that has to be part of your life that you, you spend time and you cultivate the relationship that you have with these people. But we always kind of ignore the relationship that we have with ourselves and the relationship that we cultivate with, quote unquote, God. I think um, one of the easiest ways to maintain a relationship with yourself and a relationship with whatever you consider bigger than you is to journal. Every morning, and again, sometimes I'm better at this than others, but every morning what I do is I do a meditation. Um, My angel cards, which I talked about yesterday, so if you haven't listened to that one, go ahead and listen to that one. In fact, if it's gone, I'll put it back up again. Uh, But the idea here is I try to find something so that I'm not in the vacuum of myself. So some kind of spiritual reading. Like my mom is really big into reading the Bible and she's got some Bible studies. It's 
that's her connection with God is through that book. Uh, so whatever it is for you, you just have to find something that is outside yourself so that you get to be in a dialogue with whatever you consider the energy of the universe to be or the creator of the universe or God or whatever, whatever. So, okay, so there's that. And then the journaling part is kind of a way to talk to yourself. A lot of times we don't realize that our relationship with ourself is lacking. And what that does, that affects every other relationship that we have ever. You know, if you feel uncomfortable in your skin, if you don't feel love for yourself, that shows up in your relationship with your your significant other that shows up in your relationship with your kids or your family and or your mom and your dad and you'll never really find fulfillment in the life that you're creating for yourself so journaling isn't the only way but uh, for me that tends to be one of the powerful ways that I keep a relationship with myself. So I'd be really interested to hear what you do to keep a really strong connection with you. Have a wonderful day.